So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa Colon-Delay. And today you're listening to Soul School Lesson 256, Gifts at the Altar. Today is the last Spark My Muse episode before Christmas 2022. And I wanted to read from Howard Thurman for The Inward Journey. He has wonderful reflections for different holiday seasons. Christmas is one of them, and I want to share some of his wise words with you and kind of come down to a soft landing at the end of the year. I'm not sure how the year has been for you in 2022. It's been rough for a lot of people. It's been extremely different for me and full of new things, full of ups and downs. And I hope that what I'm bringing you today can offer you some light in the darkness. The first piece is from page 251, and it's called Gifts on My Altar. Thurman writes, I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine as the years are mine the quiet hopes that flood the earnest cargo of my dreams, the best of all good things for those I love, a fresh new trust for all whose faith is dim, the love of life, God's precious gift in reach of all, seeing each day as the seeds of the morrow, finding in each struggle the strength of renewal, seeking in each person the face of my brother, I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine, as the years are mine. In the short piece, it seems as though Howard Thurman is bringing everything to the altar, all the concerns to lay them down. He says, the quiet hopes that flood the earnest cargo of my dreams. And it's for good things for those he loves. It's for people whose faith is dim. It's for people who may have lost the love of life which is God's precious gift for us. It's foreseeing that each day has in it the seeds of tomorrow. And his hopes are that for each person, they can find the strength of renewal in their struggles. For each person in his heart, he is hoping that they can see in others the face of family. He places all this at the altar at Christmas. He's laying down his worries. He's giving them over on the altar, and he is prayerfully asking for good things. He says, these gifts that are mine as the years are mine. We all have gifts we can give in these ways where we wish goodwill, we wish goodness, we wish peace. The second piece I'm going to read is called Joy is of Many Kinds. And to that I want to say that We might think of joy as an emotion, but really joy is a sturdy happiness. It isn't an emotion as much as it is a way of being, a way of becoming. And when we have joy, 
it goes way deep down. You might notice that there are people who are joyful even as they are melancholy, even as they are going through very trying and terrible circumstances. They might have joy. And I don't mean just positivity or wishful thinking, but that their joy is something sustaining and stabilizing for them. There is a hopefulness. Joy can also be, of course, what we normally think of it as probably exuberance and something excited and that has more liveliness to it. And that is a wonderful joy to have. We don't always have that joy. Sometimes Christmas is a difficult time. Christmas in North America happens in some of the darkest days of the year where there is the same amount of dark as there is daylight. And sometimes when we light candles at Christmas or have lights on, we are really aware that there's a lot of darkness and that light, which can symbolize joy or hope, really, really matters. When there's things that are dark and obscure and confusing in our lives, that hope and that joy makes all the difference. Thurman speaks to these different kinds of joy in this piece. He writes, Joy is of many kinds. Sometimes it comes silently, opening all closed doors and making itself at home in the desolate heart. It has no forerunner save itself. It brings its own welcome and salutation. Sometimes joy is compounded of many elements, a touch of sadness, a whimper of pain, a harsh word tenderly held until all its arrogance dies, the casting of the eye into the face that understands, the clasp of a hand that holds, then releases, a murmur of tenderness where no word is spoken, the distilled moment of remembrance, of a day, a night, an hour, lived beyond the sweep of the daily round. Joy is often compounded of many things. There is earned joy, an impossible job tackled and conquered, leaving no energy for assessing the price or measuring the cost, only an all-inclusive sense of well-being in the mind, and slowly creeping through all the crevices of the spirit. Or it may be some dread has reared its head, gathering into itself all the hope that is unassigned, until it becomes the master of the house. Then relief comes through fresh knowledge, do insight, clearer vision. What was dread now proves groundless, and the heart takes to wings like an eagle in its flight. There is the joy that is given. There are those who have in themselves the gift of joy. It has no relation to merit or demerit. It is not a quality they have wrested from the vicissitudes of life. Such people have not fought and won a hard battle. They have made no conquest. To them joy is given as a precious ingredient of life. Wherever they go, they give birth to joy in others. They are the heavenly troubadours, earthbound, who spread their music all around and who sing their song without words and without sounds. To be touched by them is to be blessed of God. They give even as they have been given. Their presence is a benediction and a grace. In them we hear the music in the score, and in their faces we sense a glory which is the very light of heaven. Now for a moment I want to talk about these heavenly troubadours. You may know someone who has a joy, a presence about them, 
that works like a light in the darkness. For those people, be very grateful. Tell them you appreciate them. Wherever they go, they give birth to joy in others, Thurman writes. It isn't so much that joy is a contagion like other emotions, but we midwife joy in others. We help other people birth it in their lives by our presence. It is like music that spreads. It isn't music with words and sounds. It is music that is a grace and a blessing from God. And their presence is a blessing and a grace in itself. However you're celebrating Christmas, whether it's in happiness and gladness, or whether it's in melancholy and grief, joy is still accessible. Connect to things and people that connect you to joy, the heavenly light. I find joy in singing together with other people at Christmas time. No matter what's happening in my life or my inner life or my relationships, for whatever reason, singing with other people brings me some kind of added joy. Perhaps for you, it's listening to certain kinds of music, being out in the sunshine, taking a walk, snuggling with your pet. Whatever some of that joy might be for you, connect with it deeply. Connect with people in your life who are these bearers of light so that your joy might be full, too. This Christmas, this December 2022, or whenever you're listening to this, I wish you joy and peace. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.